Previously, on the rank, Cyrus brought the yeet, Milt brought the thunder, Kavir broke things, and Kirk took notes. I'm forgetting that I have locked myself into the magic word being yeet. You did it. <laughs> I love that's, it. That's intentional. We got to remind the people. Can I find some scrolls that teach me other words for the same spell? <laughs> you already know I'm working on that homebrewed temple of yeet that y'all yes. like happened to cross. That's good. Uh, uh, so if y'all remember... Uh, we are judging at the end of this tournament, however far you get, wherever you will end up in the rank, your actual rank is based off of the damage that you do during these tournament rounds. And so at the end of round one, we had Cyrus with 152 damage. The Yeet brought the heat, that's for sure. Lilt with 130. Kavir with 110. Though, You've got to think if there was a fan vote, if there was a social media vote, breaking a column in half uh, should have got him way up there. Oh, so, yes. And remember, too, when we talked about the banners that are around the stadium, uh, the fan favorite, the MVP, uh, whether they won things or not, uh, gets their, their face on that banner. Cool? Great. Uh, so after mm-hmm. uh, we, we lay our heads to rest um, and we find out that we're going to be up against the duty yang, uh, in two days, we wake up on day three of the tournament, and the three of you don't really have much on the agenda. What is asked, though, is that you don't leave the stadium and you don't leave. You can walk around to the different green rooms and get food and things like that. There's even a little section, too, to where uh, this is going to be the first that y'all have heard of this, but each one of you has a booth. Every contestant has a booth to where you can just show up and people could be waiting for your signatures or things like that. As your fandom begins to grow, uh, the rank wants to encourage that. So they want to give you opportunities, even in the middle of this, for those higher bidders, uh, for you to go and and uh, have an opportunity to meet some of your, your budding fans. Uh, so you'll have opportunities to do that. You can go grab a bite. Uh, you can walk around. Um, you're in your room. I'm going to just start you off in your room the morning of day three. Things that you would know that are on the schedule today. The only thing that really stands out is the very first judge... Uh, uh, challenge that would happen. If y'all remember, a fun thing that the rank does every year is the judges can be challenged uh, by anyone. Uh, anyone within the rank uh, to a, a duel, essentially a fight. Um, most often with no rules to try and get their chances to move up in the rank. Um, some of the history of the rank is uh you can absolutely get stomped by one of these judges and it doesn't really do anything for you. It's actually a risk. It could be worse. You could look ridiculous, but sometimes people lose to the judges and are able to uh, still move up a little bit in the rank for what they were able to do uh, essentially by the damage that they're able to do uh, if they can touch them. Cause remember the judges are far away um, from, from essentially the pack. So uh, today's first challenge can be against we, and there are buzzings in the stadium that this monk gnome uh, that tends to be a fan favorite uh, might have challengers. And so there is essentially a, a, an opportunity for an event that you can attend there. Um, that wasn't Kirk your is, like 
subtle way of saying that we are those challengers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I, was like, I feel no. Grossly you wake unprepared up. For no, that. no, no. You in definitely. In the middle of the stadium. You can if you want. Fans I, all the, This world, I want to have a world that's open enough that you can. It's not one of those that like you get to the top of the mountain and your character just keeps walking forward and goes nowhere because it's yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the end of the game, right? Yeah. I want the map to be like a real world that you can't even comprehend, right? So I yeah, sure. If you want to challenge the offer, <laughs> yeah. Those were some of the first character sheets uh, that I tracked down uh, just for the sake of, of them flying in every now and then and maybe helping you kill a dragon. But uh, yeah, yeah, you can challenge it if you want. Uh, so it's a, it's essentially open um, and all of you are in the room, but you do hear uh, a knock on your door, maybe as you're beginning to uh, make some plans. Like I said last time, don't open the door. Just let it stay closed and see if they just go away. But last time, that's how we got our outfits, and uh, that's true. You sh- quick, quick, go open the door and see <laughs> if you know if there's flowers or something from uh, your boy. I knew um, you were uh, you were a fan of these these threads too here, Kavir. Oh, those uh, you know those uh, paperback books, uh, the cheap ones. <laughs> yes, they, those are my. They, nobody know actually knows this, but in in uh, Torm. Uh, we in our our tribe we are allowed one day where we can do whatever we want and uh, that day I just sit and I read a paperback books the entire time so it's it's my guilty pleasure pleasure so this is closest thing that I have to that kind of excitement <laughs> so yeah if those books exist that means that the nucleo has not sort of recognized them as truth huh <laughs> yeah for real Kirk chimes in yeah um you know on on magical eBay you could sell that for like. <laughs> 10,000 gold. Have you ever yeah. considered that? Exactly. Yeah. Basically, what you just said is on your one day when you don't have to answer to God, you dive <laughs> into the black market. Yes. I, I honestly, I, w- I had never thought of other things to do. And uh, and yes, I have these books. So uh, you, you hear some more rapping on the door. All right. Lil's going to open the door. You open the door to find a scarred face that you only now recognize uh, after he begins to speak who this is, but is a human, uh, kind of rugged looking, uh, but kind of scars all over his face, but honestly in a way that's somewhat attractive. And he's holding one of the biggest bouquets of flowers you have ever seen, with more than half of them being uh, unrecognizable, perhaps because of their rarity. And Harry says to you, well, good morning there. I- I'm guessing you're probably ill. And he hands over uh, these uh, flowers to you. Uh um, I where right, Lil, right? Unless it kind of like it's not, it's not Levere, I mean, it's not Lyris. No, so that, uh, I think I think there are some Lyris flowers in here. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Where did these come from? Um. Uh, I mean, whoever V is, right? Whoever V is has deep pockets. I can tell you that. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Um. Thank you. Um. Uh. Harry, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you Are you ready for tomorrow? I mean, we're head to head, right? Do you want to come right, in? For, come in, come in. I'm, I'm ask, ask him, no, 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 ask no, him I, about his name of the the new team name. <laughs> oh, yeah, come no. in, Harry. Come in. Yeah, uh, all right. And so Harry, Harry, uh, Harry comes in, uh, and uh, kind of motions at the door. He's like, "I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of caught between a, a rock and a hard place here. I don't, I don't know if I want to shut this because uh, I know Shane would be on my tail." Uh, can't be on my tail yet. It's not. There's not. It's not nighttime, right? It's not a moon. 
but he could be on my tail if uh, he sees me in here talking to the competition and he like uh, kind of grabs you, uh, Cyrus, and rubs your head uh, a little bit. I don't know about competition too much. I, I, I do feel like we're changing the subject from this uh, this large bouquet of flowers that came from no, uh, somebody Judy important. Gang. Judy Gang. I'm pretty sure that that was, you know, one I of think it is our, our I think it is our duty, comma, gang, to ask um, about these flowers. Honestly, I'm, the- I'm very, uh, I'm split between the two. I feel like I very much want to know about both things happening. Don't. <laughs> I just imagine both of them like on different sides of the room and they're both trying to like take over the conversation. Deflect, yes. Yeah. And Kivir's just in the middle, like, ah. Yes. And Kirk has basically, uh, like an ostrich, put her head in the middle of this bouquet <laughs> and pulls her head out to say, I feel, I feel healthier. What are these? This is amazing. I, I'm going to get I, me I, a whiff. <laughs> can I roll nature to know what these flowers are? Sure. Ooh, that was very bad. That is a 10 average, I guess. Perfect. A 10? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Kirk recognizes the smell uh, because these flowers are from actually a uh, one of the more famous, if not, it, this would essentially be like the hanging gardens. But uh, between the mountains that are behind the nuclea, there is a garden that is only tended to uh, by ancients. Uh, it is, it is uh, high class. She's just so uncomfortable right now. She does not know what to do. Okay. <laughs> oh, these Ron, are amazing. Uh, hey, can I can I smell them? She'll like like stick them in your face because she's like so awkward. I guess I smell good. Do you have uh, like do you have any uh, y'all's HP is up right? Yeah. In in uh, do you have a recent abrasion or anything like that? Yeah. Oh. Hey, let's say this. I I bet I still have like a bit of a scar left over from uh, the the manticore because it knocked me the clean mm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, so where is that scar? I'm gonna guess across the shoulder because I was flying at the time, so it, it took me out. You feel a tingling in your shoulder uh, when you take a big whiff of these flowers. And you just Kivir just kind of like pulls his robe back a little bit. Looks what would it. have been a, a darker, fleshy color? I'm sure, like like a new scar, which is uh, we've got some reds and dark violets, uh, is beginning to look more the color of your flesh as you watch it before your very eyes. Uh, Lilt, somebody uh, likes you very much. I think I'm going to need to Im- come up with a title of what this book will be when I write it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like dark mystery in uh, ancient. No, it's getting too long. It needs to be shorter <laughs> and a little saucier. I will, I will think about it. I will get back to you. Um, she's going to put them in a vase. I'm trying to see if I have like a, I don't know, a little spell to do that. I don't think I do. We're just gonna, yeah, put them in a little vase. I'm gonna assume there's something in the room that I can put them in. Sure, we can totally do that. And Who was it? Uh, like. Tuck it behind the bed just a little yeah. bit, like nice, nice. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> but it's huge; so it like sticks out. There's no way you can hide it. Awesome, you can totally do that. Right, so uh, uh, duty, duty gang. <laughs> uh, a, I, I, I like it. It's a spicy one, right? It's nice. Yeah, where'd you? Uh, I guess I'm sort of curious. Where'd y'all get that name? Right. Well, Shane. Shane, last minute, you know, he's, he's usually the one that's between, uh, you know, what does he want to be, Monster Mash, 
uh, the spooky troop, things like that. And, uh, uh, but then he decides, you know, you know, he kind of likes us, like right there, right at the front, right, right when he was about to turn in our application. He said, you know what, I like Duty Gang. He mm. said it just came to him in a dream. So here we are. In Duty a Gang, dream. I like it. It came to him in dream. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Just out of yeah, nowhere. It feels like I should have rolled perhaps some sort of perception at a moment to, to, to figure out if I was being overheard. <laughs> yeah, it, Shane, has he called himself a duty, you know, duty kind of one of his words that he uses a lot? No, you know what? It is mine, though, because sometimes I can't control when I change. So I said, as long as it's not D-O-O-D, you know, that, then then we're good. I'm good for it because, <laughs> you know, that's close to a nickname I had as a kid, as a pup, you know. But yeah, duty gang, D-U-T-Y, like it's our duty. And we're, the, and we're a gang, you know. The three oh, of us. My Lord. So yeah, no. you are like group that is dedicated to duty and honor. That is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, you know what? Interesting. Uh, Kev, after you say it, like hearing it coming out of your mouth, it feels like it suits you. Yeah. Strange. But no. Oh well, right. Song song of hot wings. That's great too, right? That's great. <laughs> well, yes. we are the you know they're calling us the hotties around town, and that's kind of nice. Right. Speaking of around town, Cyrus. Uh, you've got a line, brother. You've got a line. <laughs> oh, telling me. Uh, line at, uh, oh, at the at the table? Right, at the booth. Yeah, you all do, really. You've got some of the bigger ones, even though, I mean, a top five. You've got to think in the first round. Teams are a big deal right now, right? So teams that do well, you've got quite a following. You've Wait, got quite a line. where is this line? What are you talking about? I was on the south entry. You walked by it. It didn't look like it might be something for us, right? We just got here. But now that we're on to the second round, uh, lines are starting to form over there, and our names are there. So, yeah, overheard it last night, Kavir. It's like something we can go like sign people's like toys and sheets and stuff, and right, yeah, yeah. It's a whole whole deal. Why would yeah, we sign get, uh, people's sheets? Why do they bring sheets from beds to this? I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, no, that was a weird word, and that is on me. More like sheets of paper, really. I understand now. Yes, like paperback book. Uh, yeah just like so, uh, that Lilt uh, also I mean I, I guess everybody's got some fans out there right so uh, maybe you'll get some more flowers huh speaking of he which like who, nudges you. who gave you these flowers no mm, I don't I don't I don't think there was a card Um, I I don't know I mean they had to come from somewhere right so let's go everybody ready we got our things ready to walk out of the door and I'm just gonna like start like grabbing arms and pulling out the door I don't know as where Lilt, we're going uh, as Lilt is beginning to grab arms your room is actually filling with a gray kind of dark mist um, to where uh, it, it's kind of moving around the room a little bit and getting bigger and uh, bigger uh, I don't know if I like this what is I'm trying to figure out if I want to roll magic or if I want to arcana or if I want to try and get out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Can we tell where it's coming from? Uh, it is coming from the uh, cracks, any opening that would be around the door to your room. Uh, hey, okay, let's go. Can I Can I roll arcana? You can. Uh, I'm going to get my dice out for the first time. Unprepared. I know. Uh, that is a 14. Okay, great. Um, so we'll say that the Arcana gives you, uh, if if Harry could tell that you were rolling Arcana in this fictional world, he's like seeing maybe it's something in your eyes that you're just trying to scope the room out. He's like, oh, 
Right. Just give him some time, right? He'll just give him a little bit. I think he's almost in. And uh, then the mist after the mist uh, all comes into the room. It starts to form together to make almost a humanoid shape. And then uh, before your very eyes, instantly on a snap uh, stands Blendon. And he looks over to Lilt and says, Oh, nice flowers. You know, and we're leaving. Outside of the fact that this is a little bit intrusive that you can do this, uh, which I have questions about, does anyone ever inhale you? Do you have to find your hand or <laughs> finger like in someone's stomach or lungs? I worry about this for you. Oh, why don't you ask Harry? And uh, Harry kind of looks over and he's like, right, uh, mostly hair, mostly hair. Yeah. Which is not too different for me, but yeah, I end up with sometimes a nail, once a nail. Oh, that was very nice. But hey, he did it while we were while we were running, so I get it. Wants to be faster, but whatever. Anyway, so we're gonna head to the booths. Yes, I think we're coming with you, Cat. Uh, Cat, are, yeah. are you coming with us? Um, I think. I'll be fine. I, I've kind of met some other scribes. I, I still, I, I don't really like there being time off. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I like to work. So uh, I, I'm going to go meet with some people if, if that's okay uh, with the party. I also understand we're a team, right? But uh, it, it's it's whatever y'all want. Um, but I'd love to meet with some people, but it's whatever y'all want. Yeah. Uh, Kavir's going to take out 10 gold and, and a little baggie and give it to her. Like yes, I'm glad that you are making friends. Here is some money for you to uh, uh, have some fun today as well. Don't forget to have some fun. Uh, Kirk gives you uh, a big kind of glassy-eyed uh, grin and then a big hug, and then uh, trying to joke a little bit says, "Wow, uh, how many chapters you sell for that?" Anyways, I'm out. <laughs> uh, and and heads out the front door. All right, well, uh, I guess we follow Jacob Black in Castlevania here. And, uh, oh, my gosh. To the tables, or y'all y'all need to do... I mean, I guess we well, could we could split I, up. We could take shifts. Yeah, what you got, I, Lilt? I, well, I have uh, someone that I need to go talk to, and um, I, I'll see you later, bye. And she's just going to, like, run. I want to go talk to Spada. I'm not talking to Volos yet. <laughs> But if I can find Spada, I want to talk to her. Great. Say oh. hi to V for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so actually, Lil, we'll start with you. Um, and as you're walking, um, she's she's in the green room. So that's one of the reasons I had mentioned that she's taking a break in between events. Um, so you would you would know to probably go that way, uh, and then uh, maybe down here, uh, even though. Most of the people that are allowed the kind of access y'all have right now are her colleagues uh, or people that know her well. She still kind of draws a crowd. And so maybe it's from the experience of being a part of these crowds before and walking through Swain with her uh, fresh off of the destruction of a brass dragon in sub two seconds. Um, you start to recognize where she might possibly be by just doing some clues. Uh, and then as you get closer, you do see uh, that she is standing uh, around a table uh, recounting uh, some stories. She is there uh, with we, uh, and she is there uh, with L, one of the makers uh, between a break, and the three of them are talking. Okay. Um, I would probably wait until there's a break and then see if I can like catch her eye and like wave her over. Okay, cool. 
Um, let's take a break then and then head really quickly uh, over to, we have Kavir and Cyrus together uh, as you're walking over to your booths. I would say whatever, I, I'm sure that, uh, I think something that might be fun, what I imagine the like locker rooms of the stadium and where everybody's kind of working, it almost feels like what would the tunnels under Disney World look like? Part of me feels like some things might stand out that don't look as magical and as clean cut. It's like, if there's such thing as masking tape in far off land, it's like got these little signs put all over the walls, of like which way to go. And so you're kind of following the booths that way. Something you'll notice as you walk and little you would have as well um, is there is a kind of a commotion that follows you around almost like a something floating on the top of the surface of water. Like it's, you're just kind of walking and these little ripples are happening around you um, that you might guess to be a little bit of the hubbub of, of your first round performance. And so something to say to uh, duty gang is the 16th seed. I counted that wrong. They are five from 20. So, and y'all were five from one. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. it's, it's five versus 16. Uh, and so, yeah, y'all start to move forward. You pass something that uh, Kavir, you would recognize to almost be the same makeup of maybe the people that had put together the applications. Uh, mm -hmm. And you can see that there are some pamphlets to give you a little more intel about what to see on day four. Uh, but there's not access for everybody. Uh, but an access you might assume to have. Uh, and so further down the hall, if that's halfway, all the way down, um, where you can begin to see some light from the outside, kind of outer rim of the stadium, are lines going deep into Swain at several booths. Uh, let's grab a few of these uh, pamphlets uh, on our way over. Um, I, I still don't understand the timeshare thing. I'm hoping there will be more information in there, but uh, I assume there will also be more for yeah. tomorrow's... Uh, yeah, it's like how many trips you got to do before it really pays for itself. Well, and they kept saying if you come, then they give you free travels to somewhere, but I didn't... I Right, it's like I want to travel here. Like that's the whole yeah, sort of deal. Exactly. I'm already here. Um, yeah, I'm looking for a breakfast panini before we get to this table. Do y'all know, is there like a Quiznos or... Some sort of, uh, God, where is there breakfast somewhere close? Are you, uh, are you praying? <laughs> ah, there's a voice in my head that sort of oh, drives okay. the narrative. Okay, I wasn't forward. sure if you wanted the voice in your head. That would have been closer. <laughs> that would have been closer to, uh, the green room, but these lines, uh, if we were to have a longer conversation with Blendon or Harry, uh, these lines too tend to have sponsorship offers. Uh, from certain people. So it's all the same line. Um, and it usually goes to people who can afford it or people who are looking to give you work. Uh, well, I'm not going back to the green room. So <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to that booth. Let's find our booth. Awesome. So as you walk up, uh, it is with no particular order, except that the teams are being put together. Uh, you do have, and it's it's probably for show, people that have been coming to the tournaments for a long time. If they have blogs, They'd be telling you, hey, no use standing in the judges' line. You'll never see them. But there definitely are five chairs uh, at the very first, one of the first chairs that you walk by. And then you begin to walk by uh, even more. And you're seeing now that this wraps around the entire stadium because any member of the rank uh, is going to be there. So you pass Perrineau and even more all the way down uh, to where uh, there are unnumbered. So the contestants has their own section. And you begin to walk down there. You see that the doppelgang uh, have a pretty significant line. Uh, they did very well in the first round and will be 
uh, one of the very last to compete on day four. It starts with the matchup between number 10 and 11 and then works its way out. And so throughout the day, it goes further. Um, and then you get to y'alls uh, and there are three open spaces. And there uh, is, says Lilt, uh, Kavir, and Cyrus. Each line with a relatively significant amount of people. I would say the average between the three of you is that there's about 60 to 70 people in each of your lines wanting to talk to you, spending this time away from day three of the tournament and its happenings. That's 120 to 140 character voices that we're going to make Carter do. <laughs> yes. no. I want to have deep emotional connection with every person. <laughs> um, I... Uh, Carter, I would like to roll performance as we approach our table. Amazing. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, It is a seven. Okay. So what do you want to do? What what, what did you, in a perfect world, what would your 20 have looked like? Yeah, 20 would have looked like jumping from the ground on top of the table and then charging up his Naruto hands in the same way he did, and then just using Produce Flame. Amazing. For like a little micro yeet. Amazing. Um, that's what a 20, uh, and then and then of course, roaring applause. Nice. So you said you, said you would have gotten like up on the table? Uh, specifically, 20 in is jumping from the ground Great. to the, the top of the table. Great. So I'm going to say you don't fall down because it's a seven. But you also don't make it to the table. So you jump about six inches too short. And I would guess there is no attempt at the move unless you thought it would be simultaneously. So maybe the people expecting you uh, look over to see you jump up and down with your hands down. <laughs> and just nothing, nothing happens. Nothing really happens. The table's just like, just yeah. slides. <laughs> yes, is there, great. is the booth, does it have like a, a top over it? Is it just the open table? Uh, it's it's the open table. There is a divider essentially between the tables, but if uh, Kavir and Cyrus would be able to talk to each other easily, there's just okay. kind of a divider between the two of y'all going up not too far. It's just to make sure that people know who they're going to. Uh, and then there is there is something it goes so it's three it goes so table two walls and then the top and then hanging there in that same mask and tape vibe with some kind of paper is your name. Great. Would Kavir notice that? that Cyrus was like trying to show off like would that have been noticeable to him I think we are close enough that it makes a lot of sense to me okay great then I think he (laughs) his his plan is to try to like he's gonna try to participate in this entire thing so I'd like to roll performance as well go for it I will tell you something that you might have noticed too is that there were a couple of people in the very back of the line, uh, possibly because they were having a tough time making a decision in the back of Cyrus's line, have switched over to yours yeah. after after what he did. Come here. That's great. Um, I it's roll- all fresh. They don't know. They don't know who uh, they he, like. Maybe they he just had committed. a good day. Yeah, like- it's like when me and Vince went to you know league competitions in LA, League of Legends, and I was like, I don't know who my allegiance is. I'm just here. You could win me today. You could win me today. Yeah, I'll buy a T-shirt if you yeah. win this game. Yep. <laughs> So Kavir, you're rolling performance. I rolled a 17. Uh, what? Do, what? Do you, what was your 20? What was your version of a 20? How about this? If I had a 20, here's what I would do. He would walk up and pull his sword out and raise it above his head, and he would cast light 
which is a cantrip and uh like burst into like a very bright radiance and then cast misty step and appear in the crowd with all the people uh wings fully extended uh like the full and kind of like over maybe maybe a little bit above everybody amidst the people all of a sudden kind of just appears in kind of full glory uh i'll say uh We'll give you everything but amidst the people. Okay. I'll give you the up in the air, the wings, uh, just over your table. Okay. Which uh, might as well be a 20 maybe compared to what Cyrus was trying to do with his own table. Um, maybe a little bit more in his face. Um, you, Cyrus has lost maybe a dozen more from his line. Uh, you've cast enough light uh, that Kavir, your line is one of the longest now because it's starting to collect people from all over. Maybe they're not necessarily there to stand in line, but when they see your countenance and see that you're the producer of the light, say, which one is this Kev? Kev uh, oh, the column guy. You might hear in the background and they come and stand uh, in your line. Uh, is this, is that uh, more or less what you were going for? If you let me know ahead of time, I feel like I can support you and we can, you know, tag team the things better. But is is that... Yeah, this how about you shove off and eat farts? Let's just get to <laughs> greeting these folks. Uh, yes, ma'am, go ahead. I'm ready. Kavir's actually uh, a little bit confused because he really, I don't think he was like, he saw it as a team, as a team thing. Uh, in the very front of your line, Cyrus, uh, is a uh, dwarf. Uh, and she has massive hair. I mean, she has... Real Housewives of Dallas kind of hair. Okay. Uh, and has several pamphlets in her hand. And she goes, Cyrus, Cyrus, Cyrus. Hello. I, I am not going to. You are you are amazing. I would give you my hand. But I feel I feel it's just too strong. And she kind of gives you like a looking down and blushing a little bit. She says, my name is Dottie. I, I believe you might know of my product, but I am here as a representative. Normally I send my reps, but for you today, I wanted to show up here in person. Uh, I am Dottie of the Apricotti Biscotti. I am the one who originated that, and I would love to work with you. I would love to work with your team. Uh, the hot wings thing doesn't, to- it seems a little more primitive, but uh, I have no say over your name change, but I would like you here. Here's the contract. And she kind of hands it down and she's like, listen, again, I'm sure you have several offers. I passed some of my competitors. I guarantee you it is not the apricotti biscotti from Dottie. I will tell you that right now. Well, goodness, uh, Dottie, it is it is a pleasure to meet you. And uh, uh, thank you for uh, goodness. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, that means a lot. I'm new here. I'm still trying to figure out, uh, you know, if there's a Quiznos close by. So, um <laughs> I, I am one third of the vote, really one fourth of the voting body of the hot wings. Uh, but I promise you that we'll take this uh, into, into consideration. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Uh, no, no, no. Amazing. Consideration is far and above what I thought you would give a little startup like Apricotti Biscotti from Dottie. I listen, you consider all you want, honey. You got all the time in the world. Well, not all the time. I might tank within the next couple of months if I don't get an endorsement. But hey. I got other choices. They're not quite like you, but anyways, you no, no. you just consider. Yeah, I, I run a small business myself, so uh, I understand uh, when the when the clock starts ticking, uh, it starts ticking quicker and quicker each day. So um, yeah, we'll we'll get back to you soon. Can we just can we find you at the uh, biscottisserie? I'm not yes. entirely okay. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dottie's. You were. I think I might have seen you walk in. Uh, but yes, over at Dottie's. You can find me at Dottie's. Fantastic. Well, uh, yeah, I'll take this down. Thank you so much. Means the world. Means the world. And she uh, walks away. Uh, Kavir, there is some commotion uh, because next to you, you are in the middle of the booths. So Lilt would have been on your right. Uh, and uh, uh, Cyrus would have been on your left. Uh, and there was somebody in the front of the line for Lilt that decides to kind of shimmy on over to yours. It is someone who looks like, it's it's a young lady, a uh, human, who looks as if she was pulled straight out of a Tim Burton claymation film. She has eyes that uh, are not quite competition to the eyes of C, uh, but she looks younger uh, and she just has the biggest smile. And she says to you, oh, well, well, hi. Hey, hello. Listen, I have to, I have something to offer you. And oh my gosh. Um, and she leans in and kind of pulls you close and says, I can give you some help in the next competition. And then leans back a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, just know that I will be right outside of the green room door, okay? And then leans in again and says, if you want to win and beat the duty gang, you need to come talk to me. And then leans back out and says, anyways, that's great. If you'll just sign this to make it look like that's why I'm here, that'd be great. Uh, and like puts out uh, a little, uh, just a, a piece of paper. A sheet, as Cyrus would call it. Yes. Yeah. And he just puts a K on it because he has never really signed anything like this before. And he's very confused. Awesome. And then leans in one more time and says, the door outside of the green room. You'll know what it is. And then leans back out and says, thanks. Uh, and begins to walk away. And y'all's next fans start to file through. Uh, Lilt, let's go back to you. The conversation uh, between uh, those that were talking to Spada L. Uh, and Moreland uh, is beginning to wind down and maybe be a little less uh, intense as Spada and, and those two were sharing stories. Hey, um, Spada, could I, could I just steal you away for like one second? Oh, my. Lilt, I can't believe it's you. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Uh, and she motions you away uh, from the green room and takes you to uh, her own quarters. Now, Spada has a house in Zarison, and I'm sure she has several other places, but this is not mask and tape paper on the wall. Uh, this is a very nice, uh, perhaps, uh, it's tough to know how many times bigger it is than the accommodations y'all have been given, because you can't really see that far. But uh, quite a bit of real estate has been given to the bottom stadium for the number one uh, hero in the world. Uh, and she uh, has just you and her, and there's a fireplace in here which we're not totally sure maybe where that's going or if it's even producing heat, but there's a couple seats right in front. Uh, and <clears throat> she says to you, as soon as uh, she motions for you to sit down, she's like, um, have a seat. I- I'd love to talk to you. And I, listen, I'm sorry. He's, um, he had just left. Wait, who? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Maybe I'm not supposed to talk about things like that. Uh, it's already awkward for me. So, um, uh, how-, how are you, dear? Uh, well, I, I'm very uncomfortable, um, and very unsure, um, about certain situations. So, but right. can you clarify who was just here? Um, he, well, he left, 
I, th I think to find you, dear. Uh, Bolos. Oh no, no, no. Here's no. the thing. I'm not. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want you to freak out. He's. He does this, and but I, I also don't want to dilute his uh, perhaps attraction to you. But he does this a lot, and, and you don't have to take it uh, seriously. But I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not good at this either. That's kind of what I want to pick your brain on, because I. I mean, I literally just met the guy. Um, right. Yeah. It. Is he a a good guy? Do I? Is he worth even in like talking to in that way? I I don't know. I. Spada uh, puts a hand on your knee, and says, "Just the fact that you asked whether or not he's good tells me." Uh. You're perhaps one of the best people he's ever gone uh, to this length with before. He is, Vilt, but he is an anomaly, perhaps. He's also Volos, right? He is good, but he's not good. I don't know. Uh, listen, this is the last thing that I want to do, right? This isn't for me. It's, it's usually, uh, we're usually going out and killing things. And, and you remember that she refers to in the collective... Uh, a lot of the times for herself in talking about her sword, um, which you can see is is right next to her and not glowing anything and uh, almost feels like uh, it's tough. People have different experiences around the sword. Uh, it did glow red like we had never seen before uh, when it met Cyrus, which kind of in with something like her weapon, you can say it meets things. Uh, but right now it feels that it might be dormant for whatever reason you could think it's asleep. Okay. okay well, that. Honestly, that, that helps. Knowing that this is not like something crazy special or unheard of um, gives me a little bit more of uh, relief or um, freedom maybe to, to slow things down. Um, I mean, I let's, just, let's put it this way. I spend a lot of my time not really knowing anyone or um, getting close with anybody. So this is all just a, a lot for me right now. It is, and, and Lilt, I have to tell you, I think you have a certain pull, dear. Seeing you out there and seeing you help your friends, it's its its quite wonderful. And I think you have a reason for uh, people to be attracted to you. Maybe not all like great big bolos, but I think you have something. And I want to tell you too, you don't have to uh, I'd still be yourself. You're just being formed into a hero. I, I wouldn't want to ride his coattails, dear. It's hard. Interesting. I didn't even think about that, like what the the implications could be. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if she has anything else like particular to ask. Okay. Um, maybe uh, Spada would pick up on the cues of that because I would imagine the best hero to not only be the best in combat, but honestly, a people person. Yeah, uh, Bolos is to an extent, but it's it's uh, polarizing, right? He's really good, maybe the best at a certain kind of people pleasing, but uh, outside of that, maybe he struggles a little bit. Um, but uh, as she can tell that you're ready to move on, she begins to talk to you about tomorrow, um, and she says, "You need to know that what I want to tell you is something that you're going to see for yourself, but right now." As you're starting to prepare to become a hero, the makers, listen, perhaps you saw who I was talking to. L, right? Um, between the makers, 
if someone was uh, the bolus version of a maker, it's L. And he's all about competition. It drives him. I can't say that he's doing something necessarily against your team tomorrow, but he is doing something to perhaps make it a little harder. For us specifically? It makes... It's one of the things that I hate the most about this. I almost wish sometimes that there wasn't a rank. Uh, oh, uh, uh, and you can tell that maybe it's because she's been drinking, but she's not usually this forward. She feels really comfortable with you. There's something about all of this that feels unfair. They just want it to be a good show. The people sitting in those seats didn't get there for free. They either fought for it or they paid for it. So they're going to do what they can. Especially in the ones where it's a five seed. And she like pats her knee again to like say that she's proud of you. And a 16. Your foe. They do better at night. And you're one of the last competitions of the day. Oh, yep. Oh, okay. Oh, hmm. I think she's just gonna contemplate. I, I think I should probably go check in with my team again. Um, we've got a, we've, we have a lot to think about. Spotted, thank you. Thank you. I know of course. this can't be that comfortable for you either. And it's super uncomfortable for me. And, um, it's just nice to, to talk to someone that isn't going to, tease me about it like you know the hotties do but um, thank you <laughs> for sure and, and Lilt one more bit of encouragement before you leave there's a reason you're here and you got here without having to conform stick with that plan and then uh, just kind of lets you leave uh, during this conversation uh, there's been many things to be signed um Cyrus and Kavir both are very popular. Uh, and Lilt still has a line. She's got some people that as they look over and see that other members of their growing favorite team are getting signatures and getting short conversations with the heroes that they admire, the one that they admire most isn't there. Uh, and then perhaps those in the very back of the line uh, start to be a little bit pushed uh, out of the way. Uh, and there begins to be a commotion around. And I would even say those that were talking to you, Kavir and Cyrus, turned their heads to find making his way up without any commotion uh, of anyone saying they can't be, even though they've waited for a long time that no one would, uh, no one would come just yet, uh, is Bolos uh, to come up to stand to the very front of Lilt's line. And by the time he gets there, uh, even though Bolos can tower above some other people, maybe the first person in line was about his eyesight. So he doesn't know that Lilt's not there until he gets there. And in seeing this and perhaps realizing how rash his decision was, which is kind of a Bolos go-to calling card, uh, he looks down and begins to regret what he's done and begins to be a little bit embarrassed. And then uh, grasping for some kind of excuse, uh, looks over uh, to uh, Kavir uh, and looks down at him and says, Oh no, what? Oh, kills foolish... How foolish of me! Kevir, my brother! I admit to... Hold up, one second! And uh, very awkwardly, and even tripping. Maybe this is the first time someone has seen him look so awkward, tripping over to get into the front of your line, Kavir. Uh, <laughs> and makes a pretty feeble attempt at small talk. 
So wow. Uh, how, yeah. about, how about today? Olus, uh, yes, it's. I'm glad you came. I uh, you won the bet, and I was looking for you to pay you back uh, for the bet. And he pulls out a couple of gold coins and gives them to him. Like you were right. They did better than I thought they would do. The duty gang was very good. I'm I'm excited to to attack them or to, to get to uh, meet them. But yes, you were right. You went so here you. I would have found you later, but this is more convenient. Yes. Kavir, take inspiration for that, Ben. That was good. Uh, Volos uh, reaches down because under his breath he was like, "You don't owe me any money." And then he realizes what you're doing. Uh, picks up the gold and says, "Oh, well, you know I've." Not only good at fighting and looking good, you're also good with the money. But I want to tell you, uh, I am also a man of the people. And he turns around and gives your gold that you gave him to the two front people in line. Uh, and he says, "Go tell your friends that uh, that I gave you money." Okay, go go <laughs> tell them. Everybody, everybody, go. These boots are closed. Uh, and uh, the boots are closed. Cyrus, uh, you had been talking to for some time. Uh, four very attractive uh, tall elves, elf women, um, that are now having to be turned away uh, by Bolos. Everybody back, Cyrus. Hopefully you get their their uh, owls or their numbers, whatever you do to call people in this oh, magic man. world. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> that that ship has uh, very much sailed. Um, one thing I would notice, uh, maybe these four elf women have, have this in their hands, uh, but uh, Cyrus is really bad signature he doesn't have a professional signature yet is is scrawled on four copies of the daily bond um, okay and in that copy is the announcement of the heat opening like he he, he had a stack of them that he kept um so, Heck yes but yeah, yeah yeah just giving it away yeah this is trash but see, it's a good read <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing. Uh, and Volos turns back to you and he's like, "Well, I, uh, I don't, I don't know why I did that. Listen, these were some of my favorite times to be here at the booth for the first time, and your lines are are almost half the size of what mine were when I was first a hero. So this means a lot. You're doing okay. I could see you getting into maybe the nine hundred range from what you've been able to do. This is nice. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry to turn them away. I, I'm not. My head is not on." St- Straight very recently, the the, the seven heavens are uh, are uh, clouding my judgment right now. I I uh, maybe I should uh, I should go, but you are doing so well. You're doing wonderfully. And then he just kind of stands there, and as he's been talking and talking, he's kind of not talking to y'all anymore. He's just talking and just looking ahead. Uh, do you want to sit with us? We are in, even without people. We need to wait for Lilt to come back. So, for who? Uh, oh, yes, the third, the third uh, member of the team. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's I, the one. Uh, she was the yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. She got yeah. I think I think recently she started that's to go great, by yes. L. You guys. I like to think of him blushing, meaning that. We've probably alluded to it before that the fire just uh, kind of stokes a little bit that is exposed for him. Uh, and he says, Well, time to go. Keep saving the world. And then just like turns hey. around and like jogs away. Bye. Good luck, everybody. This hey. great hot wings. The same exit. All right hey. for the hot wings. They're both, their line is back open. It's don't great. you, go talk hey, to don't you hurt her. Don't I, you go hurt her. She loves hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and then, Lilt, uh, wh- where were you intending to go after your I talk with I was Spot? probably heading towards the booths, knowing okay. that that's where that team was. Cool. So I'll say, let's say that uh, after he is out of sight, uh, or maybe has been gone long enough that the commotion he usually leaves behind has died down, uh, that you arrive at your booth. And collections of the people that have made their way back, or maybe the people next to y'all, or the people just walking by and being like... You always feel like there's that lucky person that catches the parking spot. That's like the best parking spot. And it just happens to be that the person before them just left. And you're like, how does that ever happen to those people? Those kinds of people walk by and they're like, no line? No, wait, there's no line for the hallway. And, they, and the lines start to fill again. And now they see that Lilt is there and begin to stand. Uh, Kivira casts light on Lilt as she walks by to sit down at her chair so that it like suddenly she like erupts in the same like radiant light that she, that. Kivir had when he sat down. Amazing. Yeah, she's picking up some more people from other lines and stuff. So we'll say that you've come to go sit at your booth for the first time. Oh, hey, hey, team. Um, how's it hanging? How did we do? It's very interesting. All these people, they come and they want us to sign like a letter or a name or uh, things. And then they talk about how they liked watching. It's a very strange experience, but it seems very... It's nice. I like it. I can't. Uh, yes. Uh, you missed somebody that came for to see you just now. Well, uh, you know, I think that they're filling back in real nicely here in front. Hey, Kavir, the, the, this this group is who you're talking about, and they're and they're coming back. Yes. Okay. So all is good. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm I'm excited. She's gonna pull out her favorite. Well, and Actually, just like could start you, making little small talk. Could you help Cyrus uh, with, like with the practicing of the handwriting? Could you just? Oh, yeah. You see Cyrus's out. pen go through. A bit <laughs> <long>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me just let me. Uh, that happens. This one was was a I sort like, of a defect. Um, okay, I want to cast uh, Mage Hand and just like have it like lightly pull back so his <laughs> pen is a little bit lighter on the paper and just like help guide it. Like a, like a hand Amazing. holding his hand. <laughs> Exactly. Nice. Amazing. I, I'm taking a step out to say the dynamic of the three of y'all and the dynamic of this team has yet to disappoint in any setting. So I, I love that. I love that you did that. Um, so as y'all continue to sign certain things and have these conversations, um, you're seeing that there's a certain level. Again, the theme for the entire uh, hotties has been that this is not really what they expected. Uh, even though at some point it had been a dream, uh, at least for Cyrus, maybe something that Kavir was against in joining the rank, and then Lilt just absolutely never expected. Um, you have people uh, coming in and kind of fashioning things, like the people that you would know to have dressed like heroes that you recognize are beginning to show signs of being unsure of how to dress like you, but they're trying. Like You can start to really see the influence of the heroes of the rank in this land. Um, even if you were to end up the highest or the, sorry, the like closest to the 4,100 members, like if you're 4,102nd, uh, you would still have some level of respect. But the fact that you have won so handedly uh, your first round and even completed it and done things that not everybody did, um, you're, you're gaining a lot of traction outside of the sponsorships. Um, and so one of the last people uh, in the lines as they begin to wind down, and I would say that y'all are some of the last to sit there. The doppelganger still had a pretty big crew, uh, but they're choosing to kind of talk to them a little bit more. Uh, 
And you kind of start to hear, too, that they sound a little bit like people that y'all know more intimately than you think they do. Uh, you get to catch hints of, of kind of a, a bolus attempt and a spada attempt. Um, but you see, maybe you've been looking down so much and lost in all the people that are there. Um, but standing uh, now before you is Kirk. Uh, and she's just got the biggest smile on her face. Uh, and is, I think, I think there's tears running down her face as she looks at all of you. And uh, she's just uh, kind of taken aback. And she says, I can't, I can't believe I can't, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe y'all did so well. And yet I can believe you did so well. I I don't want you to think I'm not encouraging you. I'm excited and I'm scared. And I don't know. Thank you. We're really, we're really glad you're here. I mean, we literally couldn't do it without you. And she's going to kind of like elbow her encouragingly and like uh, a little bit knowingly. You know, I think after... After I just saw what I saw, and I, we're not untouchable, right? Y'all aren't invincible as much as I've thought that within the last several week, yeah, weeks and days. we're working on that. But. And hours, but I just can't. I can't believe, I can't believe he's gone. And after she says that, uh, you begin to kind of pick up on the atmosphere uh, now. Maybe the ones that were in line for your booth did not know this. Um, but some are beginning to walk out of the stadium in tears. Uh, some are weeping. The children especially are just shocked. Uh, and they're beginning to kind of form around Kirk uh, in the background as she just stands at the booths. And anyone coming out of the stadium uh, has decided uh, not to uh, fill their time with something like getting signatures from soon-to-be heroes. And Kirk uh, looks around a little bit and maybe catches a kid uh, with a long beard uh, hanging around its neck that's kind of soaked in tears, uh, and she starts to cry almost as hard as he does. We? Wait, wait, wait. I, the, the challenge is... I, I thought they were just just that. Uh, he... What happened? Kirk, what happened? He, uh... He was challenged by a good hero, and... You know, we's old, but you just never thought that it would it would get to that. But they they said the whispers are that it's the law, and so his spot's been taken, and so much of it didn't seem fair. They're not supposed to let people die. I I, I don't know what to do. I can't believe he I can't believe he killed him. Who was it? Who who challenged him? Uh, she looks up and clearly says, and showing a little bit of anger in her face, she says, "Paranormal." 